Rugby League fans, welcome to the NRL Back 3 podcast. Coach LJ and Squid here bringing you bands from the week that was and of course the week ahead. Now we just had round nine, which means that Magic Round is just around the corner and holy shit boys, I'm goddamn excited and we hope that you are too. But before we get to that, well, screw it. LJ, mate, what are you up to? Oh boys, it is almost here. It's Magic Round, baby! LJ Koch and uh, this new up-and-coming podcaster presenter, um, BC, will be live reporting back borderline content and probably drinking a fuckload of beers over the weekend. Now, before I pass it on to Squid, it's magic rounds, so you know what that means. Two things. Airport beers very early in the morning and duty-free. So I think I get two, so what am I buying? What's your go-to, boys? If it's Brisbane, mate, it's got to be rum, shouldn't it? Everybody drinks the golden lager up there, the old rum and coke, uh, or ginger beer. Bit, bit of Bundaberg. Bundaberg, as they say. Get that in you. And then you can't go any further than Alizé. <laughs> <laughs> it's not quite the Gold Coast, but fuck, it's still Queensland. It's still Brisbane. It's close enough. You can't beat an age-old classic. <laughs> it's only about 15% alcohol, but holy shit, it will get your fucking arms pumping. Oost, <laughs> I always really wanted to sound like a 90s rapper talking about stuff that I can barely afford, but you know, Alizé could be the way. Mate, you know what they say, nothing makes a man more tougher than cruisers, breezes, and Alizé. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think you just got your shopping list for the weekend there, LJ. (laughs) So boys, as LJ mentioned, we've got a lot to cover with Magic Round coming up. So I have a question, lads. LJ and Squid have a rule. It's called no practice shots. This goes with beer pong, shooting hoops, golf, you name it. There is just no such thing. We even have started this with our children. So they get no free passes, no practice shots. These kids need to learn the hard way. No free rides in life. Amen. (laughs) But my question is, uh, Squid is recently back on the dating scene. Well, he's about to try his luck. And I'm thinking maybe mini golf is a good first date. And, you know, I might do that with a few ladies if I get lucky enough. Now, do I go easy on them? Do I let them reshot? Do I let them go, that hit didn't count? Or do I go for the jugular full noise and put these dames to the slaughter and just bring out my A putting game? Thoughts, gentlemen? Well, first of all, you got to bring the banter and just ridicule the fuck out of them. Really bring those standards down. So, you know, they don't know what they're doing. They're like, oh, man, he's just so superior. Start gaslighting them. Gaslight them from hole one. Mate, there's only one thing I advise you to do. Bring your own driver. Use nothing but a driver, mate. Just go full bar swigging. Do it. I just crack up seeing you bring a sandwich and just chipping the whole course. <laughs> Divots galore, eh? Just like my love life. <laughs> how good. Now, speaking of how good, Squid, take us away. Well, my how good from the weekend, boys, was this young Alex Khan Pereira for the Gold Coast Titans. Now, admittedly, this is the first time I actually watched and pay attention to the young winger, but boy, I was impressed. He isn't your monster winger that you'd come to expect in the NRL these days, but this kid has heart, speed, footwork, and even grabbed himself a double in the surprise upset over the Manly Sea Turbos. Now, I believe he could actually have a very successful career in the NRL, as long as he fixes his one current problem. Oh, what's that? Well, he's playing for the fucking Gold Coast Titans, mate. He needs to get out of there quick, smart. <laughs> Why do you think he's so skinny? He's, he's running bags in the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> he's doing those extras. So it's good to see someone doing lines at three in the morning. That's when you really know that they're starting doing their sprint training. <laughs> Pre-workout. <laughs> but for me, boys, I have bit my tongue for way too long. I have not said anything about the Sharks. But how good was the game on Thursday? It was clinical. 
And my favorite part was one player was asked if they wanted to make 50 points. And they were more than happy to keep the Cowboys scoreless in the second half, which is what you want to hear. But you have to feel sorry for Hamlin Newelli having a pearler of a season, having a game where he was running through people and carrying meters. Then old Nene swings out with a hip drop doing damage to Braden's knee. My favorite part though is he gets up, goes, ah, oh, fuck, throws the ball, misses Hamlin Newelli. I think he hits Dearden in the face. And then they start blowing up and then it's off to the sin bin. But yeah, that is him gone for a month. But the boys are looking good. Looking good. They are. They are. Not quite as good as this next team though. But boys, for me, how good was the Eels' new hooker scoring two tries on debut? He must be a distant relative to another one of those players on the field. A young fellow, I think his name was somewhere like Chip Guthrowson. Uh, I think that's what I read at the team list. But anyway, he managed to sneak over twice from dummy half plays right on the opposition try line. Oh, it was absolutely beautiful stuff. I think this bloke has a bright future in this dummy half role, and um, he was such a dynamic player. He reminds me of a young Phoenix Crossland. What a veteran he's turned out to be. But uh, well done, young fella. I think, uh, I think you're in this game for a long, long career. I mean, if you can come out on debut, have game management like that, score two one-meter tries, you are just a leader in the making. Oh, mate, he's got to be a future captain, I reckon. Surely. Can you just, uh, how do you spell that? I'm just looking at some new uh, potential players slash captains from a super coach team. Uh, I think it's, I think I read it was G-U-T-H-R-O-S-O-N. It could be E-N, though. Like, that's where I think I got confused. I think it depends whether it's the um, the Australian or the, the Latin spelling. Oh, yes, that, that's totally it, I reckon. But, uh, boys, speaking of Latin pronunciation, let's head on over to our next segment. And that, of course, is going to bring us some cash. And let's go to Sponsor of the Week. Oh, damn, it's Sponsor of the Week. Dollar bills, y'all. Come on the drought is over boys and we have a fantastic sponsor someone who's been with us since day one she's been hanging out waiting for some cash to roll in so we're going to give her a whole bundle of cash and i am of course talking about debbie's donuts now she's been struggling the last eight or nine weeks and finally the warriors have gone down 14 zip to the rooters and debbie has fired up the air fryer finally boys what do you reckon gonna give her reps or what you're my girl debbie oh mate that's the only positive to come out of that warriors game is that debbie is back in business because she was almost out of business what i heard on the streets is that she was actually ram raiding her own store for insurance claims just to get by week by week i was actually helping her out on this it was a bit undercover but i was just ram raiding any stores <laughs> i picked on dunkin donuts Krispy creams all of those motherfuckers hey man if she's going out of business you gotta take them down with her but finally she has managed to cash herself up and that's why we've given her this sponsorship for absolutely free oh beautiful debbie glad to have you back like how free because like we, we got we got bills to pay <laughs> like this week we really have to rely on tv time i mean like i'm not gonna have to ram raid our podcast am i <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe but anyway debbie's donuts ladies and gentlemen if you're not familiar with this sponsor she's been with us since day one of course as i mentioned but a team that goes home with zero tries zero points on the board Debbie thankfully drives up to their club rooms and gives them a 31 pack of delicious Debbie's donuts. Now, you are wondering, 31? That doesn't make sense. The NRL squads only have 30. Well, she gives one to the coach as well. A nice honey glazed donut, especially marked from Debbie herself. Thanks a lot, Debbie. Oh, those warriors, absolute Muppets. And that, of course, takes us over to our next section, Muppet of the Week. N-R-L-B-3, Muppet of 
the week. Now, boys, this week on Muppet of the Week, how far can you go past Fuck Manly? And, well, that's not too far because this week's Muppet of the Week is Josh Schuster. Now, Schuster, he's not just a bit of a shit cunt to us here at the NRL Back 3 podcast. He picked on Ryan Madison's little brother at training over the weekend. And, well, we all know what he looks like. He's absolutely tiny. It was pretty uncalled for. What happened is Ryan Madison's little brother turned up to training with a bit of a shit haircut and Manly have a honor system where if they think someone's got a shit haircut, they clip the dude around the ears. But old Schuster, being the shit cunt that he is, he decided to smack the dude in the back of the head. Then they got into a little bit of fisting cuffs. Fucking hell, if that's true, I don't know how Manly feel to team every week. Have you seen some of their hairdos? They're absolutely disgusting. They don't do the wrestling, they're just throwing punches every week. No wonder someone ends in the bin all the time. They have left some dubious players onto that field. Not the gerbo though, because he looks like, you know, he's a 40-year-old substitute math teacher with that, <laughs> that fucking short front and sides. He just walks into the barbershop and is like, oh, would you like the same again this week, gerbo? He's like, yeah, mate, just a straight box cut will be fine, thanks. I want a haircut that says, I hate my life, I'm married with two kids, and I've got a wife that hates me at home. Oh, you want one of these, buddy? <laughs> Funny thing is, is, when he does walk into the barbershop, he also asks for a couple of punches to the face as well, and that's why he always looks so scratched up every week. <laughs> I just thought it was because he started fights with everyone with shit haircuts and lost. Yeah, maybe that's it. <laughs> but anyway, boys, Josh Schuster is our Muppet of the Week, but this also takes us in to our next segment, Miss Heard It Here First. I think there's been a mistake. Did you say steak? So boys, we all know a slap around the ears isn't enough to start a brawl. Otherwise, me and my old man would have barred up plenty while I was growing up. So boys, what do you reckon started this fight? Well, boys, what you guys probably don't know that there is an underbelly at Manly. It is the criminals, it is the lowest of the lows, and it is run by little bro Madison himself. Now, it is an underbelly that is fueled with illegal marble gambling, and so it turns out that Madison actually wore Schuster's favourite marble that he had lost in the weekend as a hair braid. So as he turned up to training, he's frolicking round with this one marble in his hair, and Schuster just had enough, cried out in pain, That's my favourite big blue! And slapped him, and then they were just fighting on the ground for the marble. <laughs> Who to her first? Well, that's interesting. What, what, what did you hear, Squid? Well, of course, classic LJ's got it all wrong. So the story I heard is that Ryan Madison's little brother actually goes to uni with Schuster's little brother, and they had a disagreement at uni. This was over the last hot dog in the cafeteria, claimed by Schuster's little bro, and Ryan Maddow's little bro wasn't very appreciative of this, and instead of settling this dispute in illegal marble gambling like real men, they opted for the highly controversial back alley pinochle. With little Maddow winning, Schuster decided to take this into his own hands at training and gave him a little clip around the ears. He says, mate, you pick on my little bro, then I gotta pick on you. Uh, interesting, boys. Now, what I actually heard is, I don't know if you guys copped what I saw on the weekend from the Canberra Raiders coach, Ricky Stewart. Um, did anyone notice a little scratch on his head? Yes, I did, actually. I did see that. Well, actually, funny that you mentioned that, uh, coach, because every weekend I love to just focus on Ricky Stewart's forehead instead of watching the Canberra game. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what actually happened, boys, because Ricky Stewart actually turned up to the Manly game and called Schuster a weak gutted dog. So he just turned out and said, call me weak gutted. Watch this, cunt and walked over to Ryan Matheson's little brother and decided to smack him over the head. And then, well, we all know what happened. It started a big brawl. Ricky was in there. He copped a little scratch on the head from uh, Schuster's long fingernails because he's a little bitch. And um, then they went on to play on the weekend. Wow, hot diggity dog. If that didn't get me fired up for ladder talk, 
I don't know what will. So let's head on over to the Weak Gutter Dog's favourite section, Ladder Talk. Ladder Talk. <sighs> Fuck, lads. The Warriors with just a glimmer of hope as they hold into eighth spot this week. And geez, it is tough with the Panthers this weekend at Magic Ground. But this week, I'm concentrating on LJ's Sharks. They are looking consistent and have moved up to second place on the ladder. And in my opinion, looking like a well-oiled machine and favourites for me at this stage of the competition. Now, I know LJ had a private Zoom meeting, firstly to break the news, you know, give them a bit of excitement that he was coming to Magic Ground. But what else have you said to them, LJ, that kicked them into gear? Well, funny that you say that's good because um, that wasn't supposed to be leaked to the media. So I'm a bit wondering how you got that. But yes, the Zoom call went down. Nico was like, I've studied a few of your kicking drills from back in the day. Do you think I can get more spiral on the board? I'm like, boys, Nico's just going to drive you around the field. We've got Brandon Hamlin Ueli out, so we need someone to step it up. So need props running and props running and props. So everyone is a prop this game. Against the Dolphins, we have 17 props. So no passing, just straight up. Hell, even if you're running the ball dead, just straight up. Everyone's running from the back fence. It's going to be weird, though, when we've got to play the ball 10 metres out, everyone's back at the back fence. But, you know, you've <laughs> got to hit it with speed and run from the back fence. I might have to look at the uh, the Dolphins players for some run metres and uh, some coach <laughs> later on, but we'll get to that later. But, uh, boys, heading over to the most important section in ladder talk, and that, of course, is the ninth watch. The shocker of the season has to be that the Dolphins have slid all the way down the ladder to ninth place this week after such a stellar start to the season. Everyone had their fins up, but now they're kind of half-pied fins across. They're kind of leveled fins. They're not quite free willy. They're not quite erect. They're just kind of mid. Oh, mate, I've been there. <laughs> Haven't we all, LJ? Yeah, a few too many Alizés. <laughs> well, I was going to say those Jägermeisters. So, well, anyway, we'll see what you come up with uh, at Duty Free. But uh, congratulations to the Dolphins. First mark on the board on the end of year ladder. So uh, it'll be interesting to see how they go this weekend against LJ Sharks. Well, one thing that people need to be concerned about is I'm smashing the whole beer for every point the Sharks score. So that is a cause for concern in itself. Which, speaking of, it's time for cause for concern. Oh, boys, it's been a while since we've had a cause for concern, and boy, was this a fucking big one. The NRL landscape has changed, and the entire competition has been put on notice. The West Voldemorts have won their first game of the season, and what an upset it was. Not only did they win, but they also took out the Premiership winners in the Panthers, which means they're basically grand finalists now. They're in the money, boys. Claws up, baby. Claws up. Yeah. It's so funny because usually you hear like a little meow, but now it's a bit more of a Rrr. And do you know what? They beat the Panthers. So there's a new rule that's unlocked this year of NRL that if you beat the Panthers and it's the only one of the season, you will actually get to play in the play-in tournament. So at the end of the year, there'll be nine teams playing in and you have a chance of making the grand final. Well, if they go anything like my Chicago Bulls, mate, they'll be out in round one. <laughs> Zing. Boys, we're not looking at the bigger picture here. My cause for concern is there's obviously a fucking glitch in the Matrix. Because <laughs> if the West Tigers beat the Panthers, something's got to be going horribly wrong. Well, it almost gives me hope for my team next year and the Warriors uh, that they get to take on the Panthers this coming weekend. Now, all I can hope for is that it's fucking pissing down just for the 80 minutes that we play the Panthers. What do you reckon? I know because we're at the game. <laughs> hey, hopefully we're undercover, man. I think what Kosha's say, he just wants it to rain directly over the field for 80 minutes. The, 
the actual stadium won't be affected. It's just on pitch. Actually, he wants rain on one half of the field for one part of the match, <laughs> and then halftime switch over. <laughs> Sounds good to me. Now, speaking of this weekend, boys, and as we've been talking, we've got magic around this weekend. The lads are going. We're all excited. There's a lot of hype around it. I'm over here extremely jealous. I'm not able to make this MB3 trip to Magic Ground, but you have to let me and the other unfortunate listeners who can't make it know what antics can we expect from the boys over there? What are your expectations from the weekend? You know, is it league? Is it beer? Is it babes? Is it all related? Is it food? Is it how many beers is LJ going to drink? Or will LJ be drinking enough beers? Or does LJ have enough beer stamina in him to drink all the beers that he's promised to drink? I mean, what is it that you guys are going to be giving us? What can we expect? Well, I don't know about those beers there, Squid, but what I'm most looking forward to, and it's all because of this podcast, is that Alizé that LJ's bringing off the plane. Oh, Now, from what I've heard, though, is Queensland's a little bit like Singapore and Japan, where you can just drink on the street. So we're most looking forward to just walking down the street with a bottle of Alizé, finding all the hot bitches and cool dudes, and just pouring it into their mouths, maybe a couple of belly shots. I mean, we got that listener BC coming. I wonder if he's ripped. I don't know. Have we seen any photos? <laughs> I actually thought it was BK, but no, if it's BC, no, I don't know if he's ripped, but he would love some medals, eh? Yeah, surely. But anyway, we'll hopefully we had some hot pitches as well. Who knows? Well, now I'm really going to have to deliver on some Alizé. How many bottles do you think I can get? If it's only 15%, surely I can bring three in to get to the normal 45%. Maybe, I don't know. I'm not actually allowed to travel since the uh, 2001 Alizé incident I had over in <laughs> Singapore. So, um, yeah, you might have to ask the guys at customs there. <laughs> well noted. I'll, I won't mention that I know you. Don't want to bring that up. But what I'm super excited about is I have not managed to see my Sharks play in real life all season. Obviously, I live out here in Auckland, so I don't get to travel to Cronulla as much as I'd like. So this will be the first time I get to see them in front of a packed crowd. Lots of fins up. But I don't know if you know, but the sharks do a little symbol where you put the middle finger up and hold the rest down so everyone's fins up. I'll be fingers up, back to them. And, you know, hopefully the crowd enjoy it. Oh, that's bloody perfect, LJ. But uh, if I could actually be serious there, you boys have actually been to Magic Round and you've told me all about the uh, atmosphere outside of the stadium. So it's not so much what's inside the stadium when the games are on, it's when the shit games happen, like Friday night and Sunday during the day. So <laughs> I'm probably most looking forward to those two times outside the stadium, just mingling. We'll be promoting the NRL back three, drinking Alizé, drinking beers, having shots. And I think it's just going to be a quality time. I wish you were coming, Squid. I wish you were coming, mate. Oh, me too, mate. And um, a little birdie has told me, dear coach, that maybe one Ruan Sims might be walking around the stadium this weekend. So might be finally time to admit to your crush how, how you feel about it. Hey, she already knows about me, mate. Have you seen our Instagram accounts? <laughs> but uh, I already knew that. I've been slipping into her DMs for about a month now, and um, we're both looking forward to it. Well, speaking of sure things, let's head on over to Super Coach Corner. Because he's a super coach, super coach. He's super coach, Okay, boys, put your hands up if you got in the bucket of chicken again this week. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. I count squid, coach. Producer Trob, is that a hand up? Oh, yep, that makes four. So the podcast is rocking, boys. I'm luckily in first. Squid and Kosher tied for second. Producer Trob's in tenth. But, you know, we're doing well, boys. It's what we expected. But one thing I didn't expect is that one of our listeners who is in the comp, Russo, claiming he's been very unlucky with the draw. I mean, that's pretty rich coming from someone sitting second to last on the table with only two wins from seven games. But actually, when you look at total points, he's sitting second behind me for most points scored this season. So it either means teams play their best against him, or he's the Reese Walsh of Supercoach and just lets <laughs> points flood in on him. I'll leave that for the fans to decide. 
I tell you what pisses me off at the never this guy's got to be like, oh, it's, I'm so unlucky, I've only got two wins. The motherfucker scalps is coaching myself, so I'm pretty good <laughs> to be honest. I wasn't going to say anything. <laughs> I wasn't going to say anything, but I'll touch on uh, my team a little later. But um, yeah, let's uh, moving on, uh, Squid. <laughs> well, boys, you should have bloody listened. Just like LJ's Sharks, the Squid Stags have hit form and also sitting in second place beating coach on points difference <laughs> and our heavy favorites for this year's competition i did have to play my uh, first boost last week to field a team but when you're on you're fucking on and you can't be stopped i haven't looked at doing any trades this week because to be honest lads i just don't think i should i need to give the rest of you guys a chance to catch up to this well-oiled machine oh it's a challenge the challenge has been thrown uh, well, for me, boys, I'm actually getting pretty concerned about uh, my team, in all honesty. I've managed to scrape by with a couple of wins. In all honesty, I probably should have lost the last three weeks. Uh, I did lose to Rousseau, as we pointed out. But I've been riddled with suspensions, riddled with injuries. I've got players that aren't basically playing. Every week, I've basically got one reserve, or I'm playing with someone out of position, and then I get that emergency reserve in play. So I'm literally limping over. And boys, I usually wait until Origin to make a big-ass coach power play, but I might have to bust it out this week, boys. Someone has to pull out a Dylan Napper and flop one out and go hard early, so it might as well be me. Let's be honest, coach. You're not shy to flopping it out and going hard early, so it's not the first time we've seen this in our super coach, and I don't think it'll be the last. So you flop out and go hard, mate. Well, speaking of flopping it out and going hard early, let's head on over to TAB time. TAB. Boys, after starting three from three, the boys went from in sync to boy zone in one direction and went four from eight. But you know, there's a bit of more magic in the air this weekend. So let's go get it. Ooh, ooh, starting ooh. off with that fucking Friday blockbuster of a game. 14th versus 13th. What a way to start magic round. It is the magicless Raiders versus the puppies. I mean, the Bulldogs. And... Oh, I think Jared Croker's there, and he might give us a shout-out, so I'm going to lock in Raiders. Speaking of Croker, he scored the first try on the weekend, but I'm going with my boy Avarillo. Did anyone see him on the weekend? He was fucking electric. So, Matty Burdens, Avarillo, my two favourite players, lock in the Bulldogs. Well, if Croker's going to go for his boy, I'm going to have to go for my boy, and we all know that my best friend is Jared Croker. Yeah, he wrote into the podcast several times, so I've got to back him, and it's got to be the Raiders all the way this week. Now, finishing off Flaccid Friday, we have what should have been a top-of-the-table clash with the Manly Sea Turbos versus the Brisbane Broncos. Now, I know what you're thinking. Shit, this is going to be a tough game for the Broncos, as it is an away game for them against the Manly Sea Turbos. In actual fact, it is a home game for Suncorp, let's be honest. And I feel Broncos got a few players back, Mam and Haas. I think they're going to have to do the damage. And I can't see Reese Walsh making any tackles. So it is still going to be the Broncos. Oh, it's interesting that you bring out Reese Walsh because I straight away think Broncos, top of the table, they've probably got an easy win. But then I forget about that little bitch at fullback. And I'm not talking about Tommy Turbo who pulled his own groin and sat out last week. I'm talking <laughs> about Reese Walsh. But I'm going to have to back to back with you and head with the Broncos. Who have you got, Coach? Yeah, this is a game that I'll definitely avoid. Two of my least favorite teams, 16 and 17 on the coach favorite ladder. Um, but in all honesty, I'm probably going to have to lock in the Broncos as well. I think the Seagulls have fallen off a cliff, and I think Turbo's basically going to limp through this game and might be injured for quite a while. So yeah, lock me in for the Broncos. Now heading into the fantastic day, which we're going to be most excited about. So come see us. If you see us, have a beer. And uh, we're going to start things off with the Warriors versus the Panthers. And... 
after the Panthers losing last week, they're going to be absolutely gutted. So they're probably going to have to come back and fire a big one at the Warriors. So that's why I think they're going to take the win by at least 30 points. Well, I have an inside word that it's actually going to be raining for this 80 minutes. And I think the Warriors will have that experience from uh, from Sunday. So, you know, there'll be back-to-back witness all over the Warriors. And I think a couple of players back. I'm going to have to back the boys this week because we need to get the season back on track. And, I mean, hey, if the West Tigers can beat the Panthers, surely the Warriors can. So let's go the Warriors. Oh, boys, I think you're forgetting two things. The Panthers have looked average and have escaped just losing to Newcastle, escaped just losing to other ones. They couldn't escape against the West Tigers. And the second main thing is it's a home game. So it's Mount Smart. This is a fortress, boys. <laughs> so I've got to lock in the Warriors. Hope to see the Mount Smart Joker there, though, as well. That'd be nice. But speaking of things that are nice, the most exciting game for me all weekend will be the Sharks versus Dolphins. This will be my most nervous because we've never played the Dolphins before, funnily enough. Um, but I just think the Sharks are going to be clicking. They're gliding. They're smooth. They're there. They might put on another 40 points and hopefully give Debbie some more work. So Sharks 40 nil. Yeah, man, it's a scary one for your team and my Rabbitohs as well because they might be peaking a bit too early before Origin, but they're both looking good. I think that's one and two for me. That's probably the grand final, and that's why I'm going to pick the Sharks because the Dolphins are looking pretty trash, even though it's their first magic round. Squid. I mean, it is the adult question. Who would win in a fight out of a Shark and a Dolphin? And we're going to find out this week, but the way that the Sharks are attacking everyone at the moment, I can't see them losing. I mean, they're not really going to give the Dolphins that chance for a late comeback, so it's going to be Sharks all the way. Now, to finish off superb Saturday at Suncorp, we've got the Storm versus the Rabbitohs. Now, these two are powerhouses, but have been pretty inconsistent so far. But I feel like the Rabbitohs are just starting to click that little bit more. I mean, they absolutely put away the Broncos last week, who were top of the table leaders. And I just feel that they've got enough in them to cause some damage. And they are sitting pretty at third place. So lock in the Rabbitohs for me. Oh, this game's an interesting one for me. It is a great way to end Superb Saturday, and I'll be many beers down for this one. So I'll be cheering for someone, maybe just for Kosh. But, oh, the Rabbits are looking good. The Storm have come from a bye after that miracle win against the Warriors. I'm going to lock in Storm and leave it up to Kosh to decide. Well, I think I've already played my cards early, mate. But this is probably the biggest game I'm most excited for over the weekend. If the Storm can turn up, this might be the blockbuster we've all been waiting for. But, uh, yep, Rabbitohs 1-2 and two with the Sharks. So they're going to win this one. They are in peak uh, condition at the moment. The Latrell's on fire. The, the whole team, Campbell Graham, Jesus Christ, what a season he's having. So lock me in for the Rabbits. But, um, boys, Tigers versus the Dragons. The Premiers versus the Ninth Watch contenders at the end of the season. And, fuck, this is actually going to be pretty hard to pick. Um, The best thing about the Dragons is probably Ben Hunt. And if I'm going to leave it down to one player, that's probably why the Tigers are probably going to win. They're going to go back-to-back. Yeah, well, Coach, I'm looking at this game and I just have absolutely no idea who I would even want to win. So I'm actually going to go for a unique thing in TAB time and I'm going to pick a draw. Well, that means LJ gets to decide who uh, who we're betting on. Fuck, I don't want to go watch a draw. <laughs> Based on that, I have to pick the Tigers. Well, once you've dusted off all those cobwebs from the first, well, from the night out, actually, in the first games, it is the Roosters versus the Cowboys. Now, if the Cowboys can actually fucking show up this season, this would be the time to do it. It's kind of a home game, although it's the Roosters' home game. The Roosters have no fans at their home game anyway, so I'm a bit shocked with this. I'm hoping for the Cowboys, but my money's saying Roosters. What about you, Coach? 
Mate, in all honesty, the funny thing is, is that Big Bad Chad, he has struggled since facing over the Warriors and losing the Big Bad Chad Cup. So he's uh, probably going to be a 50-50 for this game. But either way, I think it's not going to matter because I'm locking in the Rooters. Yeah, I mean, the Cowboys haven't looked good. Losing Nanai with the hip drop. So, I mean, Roosters obviously cheated their way with some paper bags over the weekend. So, I mean, why would they not do the same thing this weekend? Go the Roosters. Now this brings us to our last game of Sad Handjob Sunday. My biggest question will be, will the boys still even be at the stadium? But we'll find out later on in the weekend. We have the Titans versus the Eels. And just because I don't like the Eels, I know the Warriors have got them coming up. So I just want them to be pummeled into defeat. And the Titans actually looked pretty fucking good on the weekend, if I do say so. I think there's enough firepower in the state of Queensland. Lock it in. It's the Titans. Oh, for me, I just... I'd love to just watch Mike Ocevo run wild on them. So I'm going the Eels. Yeah, I'm going to have to go the Eels as well. That young debuting uh, Guthrowson, I think he's going to have another ball over a game as well. And uh, that other guy in the halves, um, Mitchell Moses, I think he's going to have a blinder <laughs> as well. So uh, look forward to getting a signature from both those players. Sounds like a new look Eels team. <laughs> big, big listeners of this podcast. I'm sure they'll be looking forward to it too. Hey, boys, can you do me a favor? After this game, I know you guys are going to hang around late as the players walk around and sign some signatures, but can you ask that um, that Clint Gutherson how much he had to pay in tolls to get to Suncorp? <laughs> <laughs> totally, bro. Can do, can do. Consider it done. Well, actually, one of the best things about Magic Ground this weekend is we don't have to watch the Knights because they're not even invited. I don't think the players will be there, which is fan-fucking-tastic if you ask me. But if you're waiting to hear the TAB, we are locking in the Raiders, the Broncos, the Warriors, the Sharks, the Rabbits, the fucking Tigers, the Roosters, and the Eels. And that is your multi there. That is enough to get into the Rippers Sunday night after the Eels match. That is one-on-one. -on -one. That is cash right there. Good thing about the Brisbane Rippers is they're all like 40-year-old tattooed girls. So really looking forward to it. I told you there's a fucking glitch in the Matrix. We've picked the Tigers this week. What the fuck? <laughs> Shit. Well, there's got to be something wrong. But uh, anyway, boys, that brings us to the end of this week's podcast. And shit, we are going to be fizzing. It kicks off tomorrow, boys. Can you fucking believe it? This time tomorrow, we're going to be hella drunk. But um, boys, amazing work. Listeners, thank you so much. We'll see you guys over the weekend on our socials and look forward to seeing you here next week live on the NRL Back 3 podcast. Now I just got to hope I never see Shushra in public. <laughs> <laughs>